This is On The Left Side, your alternative football show. A rueful shake of the head from Slaven Bilic and Palace have turned this round. Hello there, I'm Jim. Thanks for coming back. Welcome to the funny side of football. We're about to wrap up the last few days of lovely footy in just a few minutes. But first, please make sure that you have subscribed to this podcast so you get all our future podcasts as soon as they are ready. It's free and it's easy and you'll never miss an episode. So welcome back, Premier League. I can't decide if I care less about the international break or the EFL Cup at the moment. Sorry, not the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup. It says something when there's more entertainment in wondering what the sponsor actually makes than there is in watching the games themselves. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not a new range of reindeer-flavoured ready meals, by the way. It's actually a Thai-made energy drink that it seems you can't buy in this country for love nor money. Presumably, they decided to sponsor the EFL Cup because you really need to down at least six of the buggers before you can even attempt to watch any of the match highlights. And I use the phrase highlights extremely cautiously. Maybe the games would be more interesting if they changed the ball. That's certainly the view of Pep Guardiola, who had this to say after his free-scoring City team weren't quite so free-scoring against championship team Wolverhampton Wanderers. The ball is not acceptable to play in that ball with that level. With the ball, to score a goal is a miracle. It's almost impossible. Miracle, you say? Well, what you really need is Jesus on your team. Or Jesus, anyway. I'm not entirely convinced that everyone would agree that impossible is quite the right term. For example, I reckon Kalichi Iheanacho, Angelo Mbonga, Dominic Calvary-Lewin, Antonio Rudiger, Willian, Jesse Lingard, James Tavener, Eddie Katia, Islam Slimani, Riyad Mahrez, Pablo Hernandez, Matty Taylor, Milan Juric, Joe Bryan, Antonio Rudiger, Callum Odawa, Bakary Sacco, Musa Sissoko, Andre Ayo, Peter Simpson, Callum Davison, Bedekafobi, and probably Josh Murphy would all have something to say about the impossible tag because they all managed to find the net with relative ease in the last round of games, but they were probably all total flukes. I'm not saying that Pep Guardiola is making excuses and talking bollocks, but if he's claiming that the ball was too light, I've managed to score with one of those shit flyaway balls off Blackpool Pier, and I'm not paid 200 grand a week. Have it. Plus, I'm pretty sure that the playground classic, the Mitra, is a darn sight better ball than the one that Pele used to net any of his 650 career goals. So, yeah. I am saying Pep Guardiola's talking bollocks. What the fuck? Anyway, maybe we should just put all that unpleasantness behind us for now and focus on the next round draw instead. Pep can be happy that City are still in the bag and everyone can get excited about the prospect of some ping pong balls getting pulled out of a velvet sack, can't they? Now, previously, Carabao Cup draws haven't exactly gone to plan, with the powers that be showing all the organisational prowess of a Crystal Palace defender. The first round was a mess, with Charlton Athletic being drawn to play in two games. The second round was bizarrely held at four in the morning, all to please the Thai sponsors. And this one was going to be drawn live on Twitter. Ooh. But I'm sure after previous mistakes, it was all going to go swimmingly, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Cool, so here we are, 4pm on Thursday, just waiting for the Carabao Cup draw. Hang on, what's this on Twitter? Draw delayed, Carabao Cup round five draw will now take place at 5pm an hour, following a minor technical glitch at Twitter HQ. Oh well, a minor glitch. Should be sorted soon. 
Okay, it's now 4.15, and there's another tweet from the Carabao Cup account. This one reads, Apologies from the EFL and Twitter. We're still working on the technical difficulties. We will bring you the draw as soon as possible. So, 15 minutes late. I'm sure it's going to be sorted soon. It's 5pm now. What is going on? Where is the draw? Where's the bloody draw? I've been waiting for an hour. Where's the draw? Ah, a video. Finally, almost, what, two hours late? But here it is. The video is here. We can see who's got who in the Carabao Cup. Make the draw. Two icons of British sport. England's most capped scrum half, Matt Dawson, and a man who took over a thousand career wickets, Phil Tufnell. Hello. Having a lovely time. Oh, God. Make it stop. I preferred it when we had nothing. Anything but this. The whole thing was such a gargantuan disaster that I kept on expecting ISIS to pop up and accept responsibility. Now we destroy your famous Cobble Football Cup, Pig and Fidel. It's good to see that even as relative newcomers to the sport, Carabao are following the proud English footballing tradition of complete and utter ineptitude. Nice one, boys. If you didn't hate the competition before, you probably did at the end of waiting around 342 years to watch two men pick 16 balls from a bag in a pre-recorded video that suspiciously had the top four teams kept apart for the next round. In fact, everyone was completely pissed off with the whole thing. Everyone except Slaven Bilic. West Ham's manager has been given two games to save his job and he pulled off a surprising 2-3 win over rivals Tottenham in the competition, not only giving Hammers faithful that unusual feeling of what it's like to win at Wembley, but also throwing the Croatian a lifeline to save his job. If you believe reports, Bilic's main problem and the reason he's going to be sacked by the West Ham board is because he's too nice to the players and it is impossible for a highly paid professional footballer to motivate himself unless he's got someone constantly shouting obscenities at him and kicking Royal Dalton crockery across the dressing room. I just can't think of many other jobs where someone could get the sack for being too nice. Admiral Thompson. I do not like your design of bunny rabbits and sunbeams for the new Stormtrooper outfits. You have failed me for the last time. You'd like to think, or even maybe hope, that professional pride, or not wanting to let millions of fans down, or even just wanting to earn your own massive wage packet would be just enough to make a footballer play football. But apparently not. Look, sack him because he doesn't seem to have a tactical plan B. Sack him because he bought some bloody awful players in the summer. Sack him because he walks around the touchline looking like he's a lost puppy as his defence disappears quicker than his hairline. But don't sack him because he's too nice. So Bilic hangs on, for now at least. And as for Tottenham, well, they've been knocked out of a cup that they didn't really care about anyway. Now Spurs can focus on their real objectives for the season, like getting knocked out of the Champions League by some Italian team and finishing just above Arsenal in the league. Up the Spurs! Thank you for coming, but now you must leave. Hit stop, hit subscribe and go about your day and we will catch you the next time for another load of Football Funny. We've got a new episode out every Monday and Thursday, so if you have hit subscribe, then it will be with you, ready whenever you are. And next time, I will see you goodbye.
On the left side is written and produced by Ant McKinley and Jim Salverson for Abrupt Audio. 